this is probably the most honest video I've ever made and probably one that I've been the most overthought about whether I should make it or not um, for many reasons as we'll probably fucking get into um, I feel like I had to write notes for this fucking video because I've been thinking about making it and I feel like I'm nervous to even record it um, but I think it's an important one because in the interest of documenting the journey which is what this series is um, that means documenting everything and documenting you know the things that aren't good and the things that aren't all positive and wins and everything which obviously my fucking channel is about anyway like the podcast has always been that ultimately and it's not because I'm some fucking negative kind it's because I think actually there's positivity in being honest about shit that isn't good as well I think it's important for the story and a billion other things and that's the way I decided to operate and some recent shit has just made me want to fucking speak about something which has been a massive part of my life and I feel like I haven't even I feel like I've always hinted at and spoken loosely about my mental health and things around that and struggles I've had you know in the podcast like whether a podcast was directly me I think I mentioned it in a previous episode with Lucas I've obviously been fairly open about like my struggles probably in times when I in context that I shouldn't have been like certain tweets I maybe put out in the past and yeah anyway I just want to make a fucking video about it going super in depth on a bunch of things and just share my experiences and I guess my story with um yeah with the I guess my fucking battle with my mind and issues I have faced over the years since I was a kid and I feel like I have to make a billion fucking prerequisites to this and like make some, some things clear before I even jump into it. I think the first thing is, you know, this sort of content isn't for everyone. Some people think this is fucking like seeking attention. Some people think it's, um, I mean, you can fucking tell, I mean, I'm even kind of nervous to speak about this because I, I don't want to say the wrong thing in the context, but yeah, this video is not me looking for sympathy. It's not me saying, woe is me, blah, blah, blah. It's not me saying my life is shit. It's not me saying, you know, fucking come and pat me on the back. All those things. Um, because I'm very aware that, and we'll get into like more specifics, but I'm very aware that mental health aside, mental bad mental health or not now and then, I, you know, I, I have a very good life. I think I'm very blessed genetically in many ways in the way that I've been able to live my life. I'm very blessed with a great group of friends and network. And while I'd always like to have more money, I'm sure that economically I'm still probably in the top 0.1% for my age. And that's just the fact of it, even though as I'll get onto, I don't fucking feel like that ever. Um, so I just want to make that very clear. This is not a video about me fucking trying to get attention. If anything, it's me trying to be so honest. And I know that I have an audience now, an element of an audience, and a lot of people look up to me. I just That is the, the truth. And I think it would be unfair to not share the other side of things, I suppose. And I've obviously done that with the podcast over the years, but never to probably this extent specifically about what we're going to talk about. Um and yeah, I also, another thing is the irony in all this is when I feel the way I sometimes feel, which I'll speak about in a minute, 
I could never make this video. So when I'm making this video and any other videos, even though sometimes I seem moody or whatever, which is just my fucking persona and me being me in these videos, right now I don't feel in that dark place that I'm gonna fucking speak about. So so it kind of comes across like an, almost like an act if I speak about feeling a certain way when when I'm recording, I don't feel like that. And only by definition, I can only not feel like that when I'm recording. Because if I felt like that, I'd be probably fucking not on this computer right now trying to record. So that's another thing. It's it's funny because I'm, I'm trying to speak about things that I can't relate to in the moment when I don't feel like that. But the only way to record it and speak about it is when I feel pretty decent, which is why I'm recording now. Um, so yeah, a bunch of fucking things I want to say first. Um, I also feel like, honestly, making this video in this level of detail, which I'm going to go into, is probably a way to fucking tell my friends about this because I honestly don't think I've spoke about this. I obviously have like surface level shit, but it's kind of hard to speak about mental health struggles, I think, as a man particularly in this fucking day and age. And I think I think it's hard to speak to anyone, but honestly, like the shit I'm probably going to say on this video, which I'm building up so much, by the way, <laughs> um, I've probably only spoke to with my twin brother and parents. Like honestly, beyond that, maybe a therapist once or twice, but probably not even in this level of detail. So in a way, I'm making this video for people that know me and probably fucking wonder what the hell's going on in my mind sometimes, especially p people that live with me. And I'm close to, to almost like as a reference point so they can fucking watch it and maybe it helps them understand me and realize that certain things aren't personal or whatever. Um, but yeah, before I dive into a fucking video moaning about, I guess, my story and challenge over the years, my entire life with my fucking mind in grotesque detail, I also want to say, and th and I know it's fairly controversial, and, and this what I'm about to say might be controversial, but I actually don't think most people, okay, I, I think a lot of people that claim to be depressed or dealing with mental health challenges probably aren't to that extent. They're just not exercising, they're not eating well, they're not doing something they're passionate about, they're not sleeping. So I think for a first port call, you know, mental health, because a lot of people say mental health illnesses aren't real and all this shit, which people have said that in front of me, probably not knowing the things that I maybe have dealt with myself. And, and I just, I, I don't believe that's true. I think me mental health ch challenges and I guess mental illnesses are true. They are real, but a lot of people probably jump to that conclusion when actually in reality, they're just in a bad mood and they are very different things. Um, and as well, like an interesting, and I'll go into detail in a second, you actually know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I have a twin brother who's probably watching this video, probably not, I don't know. We had the same upbringing, we had the same genetics, non-identicals, maybe not the same genetics, but you know, same mum and dad. He would probably, he would say himself, I'm sure, that he has never dealt with the level of negative thoughts that I have in his life, ever. And I think that's probably quite a good case study into why, at least in my case, well, and, and in plenty of people's cases, but certainly in my case, I do actually have something wrong in my head um, it's something I can deal with but it's not just like I'm in a bad mood and I just need to snap out of it so yeah I just want to make all those fucking comments before I dive into this shit because I actually agree with a lot of people that say like depression isn't real and Brian was talking about it and telling yourself you have this thing and so on it doesn't help and I actually really agree with that but when you do everything like running exercising eating clean working on something you're passionate about good friends good social life blah 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 and you still feel a certain way then there might actually be something going on that isn't fucking normal or healthy 
or within your control to an extent. And I guess that is what I feel like I've dealt with. And yeah, for, anyway, that, that's like the intro. They should probably tell by watching this. I'm just like nervous speaking about this because I, I know that this these sort of videos get a fucking backlash sometimes, but I'm just, I guess the reason I'm sharing it in conclusion is because I just, firstly, I have to be honest about it. I've been struggling massively in the past month, particularly with, I guess you could say a fucking episode of my condition, if you want, we want to fucking call it that. Um, and I just think I need to be honest about it. And a bit of me thinks putting this content out is going to be my potential future wife's going to watch it, think I'm a nutter and never want anything to do with me. It makes me think that some friends are going to watch it, think I'm a nutter and want to distance themselves from me. It makes me think that maybe a fucking investor is going to watch it and think this guy is not backable because his fucking head's not screwed on properly. But when it's all said and done, if any of those people think that, ultimately they're going to probably find out if they're, if they're in my life to any extent anyway. And so I'd rather just be fucking upfront about it and speak about it. A lot of why I started making content was because I know that people look up to me and I think on a broader scale, if, if you know, like my fucking slogan with Space Goods is like, if not me, who, if not now, when? And it's cheesy, but it's like, you know, I hope most people watching this can't relate, but I know some people will be able to. And I think it's important to, for me using my channel to fucking be so honest about things that it might help people deal with things they're dealing with, whether it's anything to do with mental health, anything else, because, you know, particularly social media has become such a place of fakery. Um, but I thought, and yeah, anyway, you get the fucking idea. I just think it's probably the right thing for me to share this, especially given the context of why I've ultimately gone into the mushroom space and like my longer term things on that. So anyway, let me just fucking tell my story, I guess. So, in summary, yeah, um, I'm diagnosed with being bipolar. You know, I don't like labels. Go and fucking Google it. But basically means, you know, depression, anxiety, bipolar, whether there's a lot of different fucking things. But bipolar is a condition where you experience extreme mood swings and there are two sides to it. And some of the sides are quite nice. You, you know, there's one side which is known as mania, which is like an extreme high but quite also like impulsive and dangerous and yeah there's that side to it which I definitely experienced less but sometimes and I'll get into like stories about this in a minute and then there's the dark side where honestly I fucking can't think about anything other than wanting to kill myself and my mind goes there a lot honestly it's not all the time I would say yeah I could go months without having a bad episode if that's what you want to call it like typically I find I'm quite linked to summer and winter in terms of when I feel best and worst on average so you know this summer actually felt really good I almost felt like fuck you know this microdosing's cured me sort of thing um whereas honestly the past month I felt probably some of the worst I've ever felt combined with a bunch of other reasons which I'll get into but yeah that, that isn't summary what I'm talking about so I'm diagnosed as being bipolar it's an actual condition blah 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 some people might think it's fucking not real or whatever but trust me like the amount of anecdotes and things that I've had that, that were explained when someone fucking finally told me like yeah there's actually something wrong with you it was quite refreshing um I guess it's more specific than just depression broadly because the characteristic of bipolar is that it's very changing like the downside is ultimately like really bad depression but like extreme um 
but yeah just ups and downs so I guess going back and this is probably gonna be quite graphic in a way and I, I'm not trying to I'm really not trying to fucking be a down on anyone so if you don't want to hear about like some weird shit then I just stop watching the video I suppose it's probably not for you um but yeah, I suppose I wrote a few notes. I wanted to make sure this made sense and I probably already started rambling for way too long without actually getting into the content. But I guess also to go back, like a brief history, like I can first remember, and this is going to sound so twisted, but I'm just being honest. I first said to my parents I wanted to kill myself when I was probably 12 years old. And that's not a normal thing for a kid to say, especially when, you know, well, definitely like, less external influence at that time you know I was a fucking kid at school like there's nothing wrong with my life um had a great childhood etc but I can remember being as young as that and feeling so dark and like I didn't recognize myself that the only way I could express how I felt to the only people I could speak to is my parents and probably didn't even speak to them at that age in much detail was to tell them I wanted to kill myself because that is truly what I believed in that moment and that's how I felt and honestly, I can say I, I, I've never actually wanted to die, like net overall, like when I come out of that feeling, but, and I've never gone far enough to fucking action on it, obviously, which is why I'm speaking. But uh, yeah, I can remember being as young as 12 years old and saying, I want to fucking kill myself to my parents. And that's not normal. Um, and I think the fact that I was, I can remember it at that young of an age is kind of proof that the summit wrong do you know what I mean it's not like I'm just jumping on the fucking bandwagon and I'm having a bad day like I was 12 years old saying that sort of shit um, and yeah I guess I I don't remember so much about my fucking teenage years and so on but like that's how early like these memories of these feelings I guess started um, might have been prior to that as well in terms of feeling low or whatever but I don't know and then I guess teenage years you know everyone probably goes through ups and downs hormonally in your teenage years and and yeah, basically, I, I remember just often dealing with very, very, very low thoughts and very twisted thoughts, which ultimately culminated in my, t in my telling my parents I didn't want to fucking be here anymore and I wanted to kill myself. And maybe when I was younger, it always it would end up being like a I'd be very angry and upset and kind of screaming arguments with my dad and so on. And I think this was where it was coming from. I didn't really know at the time. I just thought I was a you know, I probably got in trouble for being angry or whatever, but yeah, anyway, so kind of remember that, you know, when I was, I'd probably say I had a really bad patch when I was between like the age of 16 to 18, when I quit rowing and I felt very lost and I, for the first time, like knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but felt kind of lonely in the fucking world, which I'm sure a lot of people do. Then definitely, you know, when I was in uni, can remember always feeling just like the fucking odd one out, which isn't just because I was like wanting to be an entrepreneur and in that looking back, it makes sense now since I've started to understand this condition more, I would just feel like everyone was out to get me a lot of the time and very, very paranoid socially. And I think partly that was because I was didn't feel like a fit in because I didn't want to be at uni, I wanted to build a fucking business and so on. But yeah, I can remember having very, 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 very intense down periods, which I would keep to myself entirely, which probably made it even worse. And I wasn't really sure if that was just like normal, you know, like I wouldn't say I had anxiety, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure if it was normal, just low mood from being at uni and, you know, drinking too much, whatever, which I'm sure didn't help. 
but yeah, I just, just remember periods around that time being really bad and then similar sort of thing, like probably every every few months maybe there'd be a period of maybe a month or two when I just felt in an absolute hole and like I wanted to, I wanted to die. And it wasn't so much that I wanted to die, it was that I didn't want to live because it was so painful in my head at least. Um, and then yeah, I guess trying to track forward a little bit because it could fucking go on for like an hour here. But yeah, so kind of teenagers noticed that this wasn't normal, I guess. I, I did go and see a therapist at one point. They ended up putting me on sertraline, which is an antidepressant, which is pretty common, by the way. I think like 30% of people were fucking on antidepressants. I tried that for like four months. And to be completely honest, that I decided then and there that I was never going to touch medication for this sort of stuff ever again because it's quite funny now looking back but like it made me like impotent to the point where I just couldn't even get my fucking dick up which when you're a 19 year old lad single at uni it's not a good look um, so I remember that like making things worse because I remember embarrassing myself with a girl because I just that I really liked and fucking couldn't have sex because I was on antidepressants and I was like, fuck this, it's making things worse. And it made me feel like a robot. It took away the suicidal ideation, I guess, which is kind of just these intrusive thoughts that would always linger. And and that's that's kind of how I would describe it. Like when I was at my lowest, I felt like, I just thought about dying a lot. Not that I wanted to die, but I thought about killing myself and like vis- visualizing what I might do. And I was concluded that I would shoot myself because I wouldn't feel anything which is like so twisted because I don't want to be thinking that and it's not really like me thinking it. It's just like a thought that's come into my head and there's this term like suicidal ideation and I guess that's what it is. I would like just think about it, not fantasize about it in like a nice way, but like it would just fucking be in my head and I guess other things would be triggers, you know, you have relationship problems, stresses at uni, no one's got any fucking money, so that, that didn't help, you know. So yeah, so I ended up coming off antidepressants. I was like, fuck that. I went to, to see a CBT therapist. At this point, no one had told me I was bipolar, by the way. They were just like, oh, you're probably depressed. And because you don't really know the extent of... I'm, I haven't spoke to a specialist. So it's very much like, oh, you're, you're depressed, go on antidepressants, which I don't like, by the way. I don't like the mass push of like SSRIs, which is antidepressants in general. So yeah, um, came off those. I guess around this point, when I was like 20, we kind of like discovered e-com and started making a bit of money there. And, you know, left uni ultimately, tracking onto that which I think felt like it kind of masked a lot, a lot of those problems because I, I don't remember, yeah, I guess to zoom on, like between the age of like 21, 24, did really well in e-com, you know, as everyone knows my story, bought all my dream cars, like basically had a fucking great life and like these intrusive thoughts definitely would come and there was periods where I still had very low, I can remember some specifically, like very low periods, even though everything was going like perfectly on paper. Um, but I didn't think of it so much. I was kind of like, I guess looking back now, I masked ever really figuring out and getting like proper help with money and experiences and traveling and buying cars and and all that. Um, yeah, fucking hell, I feel like I'm getting, getting all fucking anxious speaking about this shit now, which is weird. I don't really get anxious. I always just say I get depressed, but... Yeah, so I feel like I fucking masked a lot of that and was like 
not dealing with the actual problem. And then I guess to, to bring us on even further, so like 2021 was the shittiest year of my life, completely fucking swept me off my feet. And I, you know, you know the story there, like that just brought up a lot of fucking demons, I guess. And like brought out the worst side of my fucking mental health issues for like a fucking long time. And I'd probably say I was genuinely close to fucking top of myself in 2021. And yeah, I, I don't think I ever got as far as like actually never like fucking bought a gun or anything. But like, I really, really, really was considering like, I remember texting my parents like, what are the pros and cons of living? And obviously that's a horrible thing to say to your parents. And I, I've done that a lot over the years. I would take it out, well, not take it out on them, but I would, sh- I, w- I would share to them what I was thinking because it was the only way for me to kind of not maybe go one step further and fucking do it. And I've put a lot of burden on them and my brother, I know I know, over the years by being so honest and the way I deal with it, it when, when I'm in that place, that s- such dark hole is I tell my parents how I feel and that's probably very, very, very scary for them. But I, ca- I can't fucking tell my mates that. I've never, I think maybe once in my life I've said to a mate, I really, I'm having some dark thoughts. I don't know how to fucking deal with it. But even then I feel like, I don't know. Do they want to hear that? I'm sure they want to help you as a friend, but I don't think I've been honest enough with my own mates about how bad it's been sometimes. And like, it's, it's like embarrassing and there's a lot of shame associated with it when I, when I feel like that. So yeah, anyway, um, I guess last year like brought up a lot of fucking shit and like long story short, I eventually decided, fuck it, I'm going to go and pay to like go and pay the most expensive fucking psychiatrist in London for like a few sessions and like speak to him about my entire history and figure out just what's going on and what I could maybe actually do to fucking take charge and help myself a little bit more. And long story short, and again, I fucking hate labels. And even to this day, I'm sarcastic and cynical about, oh, how the fuck can they put a label on me? Like, how do you test for it? It's not like cancer or whatever. And he basically said, yeah, you haven't just been having, you haven't just been dealing with like low mood and, you know, standard life shit. Like you said, yeah, you're definitely bipolar. Like they did like fucking brain scans and, loads of shit like it's very in-depth it's, it's as accurate as I guess it could be it's not just some doctor saying I think you're depressed they were like testing everything blood tests everything and I, yeah I, I guess I was like okay well that makes a lot of fucking sense so and I guess to give more context on like ultimately bipolar like I said it's big massive extreme mood swings to the point where you don't act, it's almost and he, being so honest about this, I feel like I'm going to scare people away from me that are maybe in my life or might be in the future. It's probably the worst fucking thing like a fit girl could ever listen to, isn't it? Me speaking about this, but it would probably come up in conversation at some point and it certainly did with my ex-girlfriend. Probably didn't help our relationship at times, if I'm honest, and definitely wasn't the right relationship anyway. But that is probably a fear of speaking about this to people because I don't want to scare people off that I like or care about, you know, guys, girls, whatever, family, friends. But yeah, like, if I'm to describe it, I mean, as well, it might be an easier reference point. Elon Musk is apparently bipolar. I mean, my dad likes to tell me that because it makes me feel better because he's a fucking billionaire. Stephen Fry did a podcast with, um, which is kind of why I'm making this video because I watched that and every fucking sentence he said I related to painfully. And he has been quite publicly open about his 
bipolarism, fucking mental health issues. And yeah, if, if you and if you've seen that podcast which came out recently with Diary of a CEO, then you, you'll know what I'm talking about. So yeah, like ultimately the the highs can be very very impulsive decisions, and I think this goes back to me like booking flights then I I once booked a flight to Australia like the same day and like my parents thought I was fucking weird and I would buy cars like every two months and lose loads of money on them but not think about it which partly was probably just being young and you know I was 22 a load of money and I liked cars but another part of it was like fuck I know guys have got more money than me that have never done such random shit to that extent like I bought like nine cars in like two years kind of obsessive behaviors like that um and also like when I feel in that headspace I feel like my, my my there's no risk of me dying like I would do some stupid shit like I'm not scared to get hit by a car I'm not scared to don't know like just not scared of anything in like a dangerous way even though I've never actually never really hurt myself from it but yeah like I, it probably goes back to like in a funny way like my chad scaling back in the day when like even with like neon beach you know i have this tendency to like when something's going well it's like a high real big high and i fucking it's like cocaine honestly that that's how it feels when i'm in that place and like, i'll be so creative and loud and like i mean jack who lives with me who's in here right now probably fucking relate to this if he listens to this i'll go through periods of being so loud and so many ideas and i probably come up with a fucking whole business in a day when i'm in this sort of lively space and maybe that's a a benefit of being bipolar or whatever but more often than not is is the downside or more at least more common not all the time but and the downside for me is like I don't want to speak to anyone I, I have no self-esteem at all I don't recognize myself in a mirror and like I, I feel like I can't speak or move when I get into that hole it's literally like it's very hard to describe or understand if you can't relate at all and, and I feel like if you're lucky enough to not be able to relate then it probably sounds like complete bollocks but I really wish it was but it isn't it's kind of like the feeling of almost like if you've ever fucking taken a pill or just a hangover but like you ever had really bad news while you're hungover that's kind of how it feels but like all the time and it genuinely like it could be during a day in the morning I feel good and then by night time I'm thinking about killing myself and that could happen every day for a month or it could not happen for like a month and I feel just more normal I would I, w- I would never say I felt haven't had the, the luck of feeling high for a month I would kind of like that but yeah I mean it, it comes and goes and like I said like it could be up and down up and down in one day it could be up and down in a week it could be up and down over a month and more often than not it's like I could be down for a month and then feel normal for a month and yeah and I've really probably quite hard to describe but like the when I feel good I, I still recognize and I'm aware of the, the like other side of me it's almost, it's almost like two personalities but when I feel bad I couldn't possibly fathom recognizing myself in a normal context or a good happy context it doesn't exist to me it's like a different person so weird like it literally defines how you do and feel about everything because if your mind is telling you something shit it like ruins everything before it's even started so yeah i mean that's how it has been and and, and when it's bad nothing can make it better so like part of the reason I started running honestly was because I got into a bad space at the start of last year or sorry the start of this year 22 
and I was like fat and shit if you look back and then running really helped but then running stopped helping because it was like the fucking drug the endorphins just it like reset and it was like ah oh, fuck I don't know the demon is back if you want to call it that like that's literally how it felt it's like a shadow coming over me and it can just fucking swipe me out of nowhere and all that matters is like nothing and I, I feel no point in anything like what's the fucking point I could go from thinking you know I'm really being really optimistic about the future and like how I want to be and how I probably see in most of my videos and podcasts because like I said I don't film when I feel in that dark dark place but then when that comes around like everything is tainted and ultimately it's so true like life is how you how you view things and if you view everything from a negative negative perspective almost by default and you can't escape that then it makes life very hard to enjoy no matter where you're, you are or what you're doing and yeah I guess a, a more tangible recent example of this which is like really sad and I, is is just deep like I was in Marbella at the end of August on a fucking lads holiday beautiful five star resort we're in Nobu this is going to sound such, like such bollocks and exaggeration I'm really not trying to exaggerate because I'm not and I'm not looking for sympathy like I've said a billion times just please don't give me any but I'm sat in fucking Nobu with five of my mates should be the greatest thing ever and I'm honestly thinking about killing myself but no one can fucking see it and I was probably really quiet that night if you, you know, maybe people would realise but just saying, oh, he's tired. And I literally was sat in a fucking, having a 200 pound dinner in a lovely restaurant on a Tuesday night when most people are at work in England and I'm out there because I can work from anywhere. I mean, it's a nice hotel and it's beautiful weather. And I'm still feeling like that. And like I felt, I remember that distinctly because that's probably the worst I've ever felt compared to the surroundings. Because obviously surroundings do help. Like sun helps me a lot. Being around people helps me a lot. I, I, know, I know the things that help me deal with it but that was kind of freaky because it's not often I felt that low in a place with mates in a nice location because like, there's nothing else you can you can't do anything on top of that like, I'm in the sun with mates and I still feel like that it's like wow that's that's fucking scary that's where you start to think like can I actually fucking deal with this for 50 more years or whatever um, so yeah there are like things that help me a lot like I said being around people speaking about that's probably why I like doing the podcast because speaking in general like gets my mind off like the negativity maybe like I'm at my worst when I'm by myself in the winter stressed and not in a place to speak to someone about shit honestly like sometimes I love being by myself but other times if I'm in that place by myself it's very 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 fucking hard to deal with um so yeah that's kind of the story really I mean and I'm very aware that like my genetic baseline and ultimately like a mental health illness is an imbalance, a chemical imbalance in the brain. And I've made the decision not to touch antidepressants. And I've, like I said, I've been on them in the past and I've decided it's net negative for me because I felt like it took away my creativity as well. And I'd rather be up and down than just nothing. And that's a decision I made. So, but entrepreneurship on top of that genetic baseline probably does bring out the best and worst in me because when things are going bad, it might, it kind of fucking triggers me sometimes. If I'm in that place or, you know, I don't know, having a bad time, it can make it a lot worse. But, but at the same time, if I'm in a, if I'm really creative, I'm having loads of ideas, and it's probably why I've always come up with loads of fucking brands because my mind can switch on and I can feel like I come up with a million and one ideas in two minutes, even when I'm sober. Like, it's not like I have to be drunk to feel like that. But it's a, a general split, I'd say like maybe 50% of the time I feel normal. 
over like a year. 30% is probably, mm, maybe 60% normal, 10% up, 30% down if I had to split it. But the downs can come at one time and it can feel like down 100% of the time for a month. That's what I mean. So like over a year, that's probably a split roughly. I don't know. And obviously everyone has ups and downs as well. I'm not for a second saying if you're not bipolar, life's fine. Um, but it does make it fucking hard at times and it can make me say very horrible things about myself and to myself and negative self-talk and it kind of becomes a spiral but yeah I, I do I've tried to take the positives from it and say well maybe it's a gift and a curse blah 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 like my mind because I, I do think I'm very capable particularly like creatively and it is it's probably why I've always pursued like movies and stuff because I want to I want more of that high more of that beautiful side because I'm very sensitive and emotionally I, I guess I don't know very in touch with my emotions and it doesn't it makes certain scenarios like I don't know very romantic and when that's in a good place and whatever x y and z you know that can be very beautiful and I feel like I can come up with great ideas like for example this dream dust movie I felt like it was very romantic and I don't know most people wouldn't maybe be able to think on be able to come up with that I don't know not that it's anything special but you know most entrepreneurs are maybe a bit more rigid and whereas I'm very very good at zero to one very creative and maybe that's the upside from it so I try and draw that but at the same time it's like the contrast between the like a bit of me feels like life's so beautiful but then the other part of me thinks it's a very 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 dark existence and it's, it's so I don't like I said before I don't recognise myself on either side especially when I'm in that dark place I'm in, in a depressive state um, it's never affected my relationships with people really because I've been very good at hiding it and I and I'm typically not in the worst space unless I'm by myself. That's another thing. It's not like, I don't want fucking people to think I'm like some risk of being around because it's only really like negative self-talk and like self-harm emotionally. I've never actually hurt myself physically or whatever. And I've only ever just like thought about it. But even like today, if I'm being honest, I had a really, I felt shit earlier. I just had a dark few hours and I was just didn't want to fucking be here but I, I'm used to it now. I know it's going to pass and it always does pass and I know that I can deal with it and I know it's worth dealing with because, and that's probably why I like documenting stuff now because I know that if I'm in a bad place, I can look back when I was in a good place and think, well, fuck, don't give up now because you've come very far. You got better at dealing with it and it's fucking worth it. So yeah, that's basically it really. Um, I think people knew I'd, was a bit fucking loose sometimes but yeah and I don't know how common this is but I know a lot of people deal with issues and it's definitely less people than people that don't have it of course at least like bipolar but yeah um, I guess magic mushrooms have helped me kind of self-medicating which is a large part of why I started the brand which I don't really speak about and because it's it sounds way too grandiose and visionary because ultimately right now I'm selling a fucking mushroom coffee it hasn't exactly got psilocybin in it 
but that's that long-term view like i microdose often it has helped me i've noticed a massive correlation when i stopped microdosing so like that's the bigger vision of why i want to be in this space and longer term why i care about it so much because i'm customer number one and i genuinely want to fucking help people that feel like me and you know other conditions whatever like general depression or just a load of things that people are actually dealing with and like i said at the start i think a lot of people I'm not saying like I'm the only one that's fucking dealing with real shit, but I know I, I personally think a lot of people are just jumping to I've got mental illness when actually you just drink every day, you do cocaine every weekend, you don't exercise, you know, all that. But if you're doing everything that's in your power, your own fucking brother has never felt that way and you have the exact same upbringing, exact same lifestyle and you're feeling not normal. It's not fucking normal to say you want to kill yourself when you're 12 years old. It's just not. And I wish that wasn't the case. You know, I would give every penny I have, every fucking slice of equity I have in my business to press a button and make it go away, but that's not gonna happen. So I've just had to learn to deal with it and I'm still finding it hard sometimes, but hopefully by fucking speaking about it, I'm not trying to inspire anyone, but just maybe more people will feel more open to speak to their mates about something because is pretty scary statistic the most common cause of death for men under the age of 50 is fucking suicide it's pretty fucked up if you think about that um i don't know if men are more susceptible to depression and mental health issues in general i think i don't know if i don't know if genetically they are i mean i think certainly societally they probably have been pushed that way because i do think there's more pressure on men i don't think that's controversial it's just a fact i think financial pressure like you want to be a winner you want to be able to provide you want to build your vision especially entrepreneurs and yeah like life doesn't always go well and that can bring out the worst in people that maybe didn't know they've actually got a fucking problem and yeah so i guess this is i just want to fucking record this because i feel like probably been really not concise and clear and might not have made sense but i'm really just trying to like cover everything and I'm still dealing with it. I don't speak to really anyone about it. The last thing I'd ever want to do is like speak to new people about it because I don't want to fucking scare them off, like I've said a billion times. But it is a real thing. It's not fucking normal. Most people don't feel like this. But I know some people do, and the, some people do. Maybe me sharing my experience can help them and encourage them to not fucking start making YouTube videos about it because I don't think that's good for everyone. But I think I just decided to do it because I think it's part of the story. And it's something I've dealt with and is the biggest challenge I deal with in life day to day by a fucking mile. Like honestly, yeah, obviously like I spend more time working on the business, you know, running a marathon and so on. But but the real battle is in my head a lot of the time. And I know I'm not the only one, but I'm the only one that, that I can know for sure how they feel. And I'm the only one that's, I'm I'm the only person that I can affect, you know, really in my mind. And I'm just trying to get better at it. And yeah, it's fucking rough a lot of the time. And luckily when I'm recording this, I feel pretty normal, which is how I feel the majority of the time, probably like I said. But when it's bad, it's really fucking bad. And I can't even explain how bad it is. And I guess that's the scary thing about the mind is that you can't see what's in someone else's head. So I would just encourage anyone to fucking speak to tell your parents or your mates if you're feeling like suicidal and you're having thoughts about ending your life and all that because I have them a lot of the time and sometimes I feel like that's what I want to do but I know it's wrong I just, I just hold on to the idea that it's going to end 
and it does end but it comes back like fucking to bite me in the ass it comes back when I don't want it to come back certain things trigger it certain times of year trigger it but yeah I know that I'm still blessed more than 99.9% of the world you know just the fact I'm in a fucking first world country I'm genetically quite smart I'm tall <laughs> so some people draw draw the short straw in other areas I guess I drew a relatively short straw with my mind arguably but there are pros to it as well maybe it's given me my creative gift or whatever the fuck you want to call it at least like that's how I try and look at it so yeah I'm going to wrap this video up because it's been very 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 long um cheers for watching I hope you're good yeah and just don't fucking give up on the mission let's fucking go